It all started with a dream. This is so stupid! <laughs> In my whole life for this. <laughs> I got some things to say. I'm still slowly dying, but uh. hey, we all are. <laughs> Good morning, Back Row Radio. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And you're streaming the Morning Side Hug. Completely loving, socially awkward, and decidedly Christian. We are a Back Row Morning Show exclusively on BackRowRadio.com. On today's show, <laughs> Kanye West was right. Talking will soon be a thing of the past. <laughs> Plus the latest news, random facts, and more. But first, it is May 19th, and we've got a holiday to celebrate. We do. It is National Devil's Food Cake Day. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. What? Well, here's... <laughs> all right, read the read the okay. pre-scripted part, okay. and then you can tell me why you disagree with all of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you're doing desserts, why go halfway? Rich in flavor and moist in texture, Devil's Food Cake is a favorite for chocolate lovers. Or not. They get their chance to celebrate their love for the dessert on National Devil's Food Cake Day, held on May 19th. With Devil's Food Cake, you get all the taste and all the chocolate. Devil's Food Cake is not your ordinary chocolate cake. It's a unique mix of ingredients that bring out the chocolate. Recipes often call for boiling water instead of milk, and some even add coffee to bring out the chocolate flavor. Mixing science with desserts, the cake gets a darker gets its darker color from its higher pH levels due to adding the added baking soda. <laughs> The cake uses cocoa instead of chocolate squares, making it even fluffier. Some say the cake gets its name to distinctively contrast from Angel's food cake, which is a much which is much lighter in comparison. As more and more types of cakes have been created over the years, Devil's food cake is often used as a catch-all name for super chocolatey cake that doesn't have nuts. So why don't you like Devil's food cake? We've talked about this before. Have we? Well, sort of. I grew up in a home where anything devil was of the devil. We were, we called our our deviled eggs angel eggs. And my mom refused to ever have a dirt devil vacuum cleaner. And you were not going to eat devil's food cake when you clearly could choose angel food cake. The less sinful of sweet treat sweet treats so yeah i'm just not a fan it's the devil's chocolate cake why on earth would i give myself that fun fact uh dirt devil was the first blue check mark twitter account to reply to back row baptist really yeah it was my first year making jokes and i made a joke of i want to invite the pastor over to my house but what if he sees my dirt devil and they replied don't worry, owning us is not a sin or something like that. <laughs> and I'm like, no way. I didn't like like tag them or anything. I just wrote Dirt Devil out. Yeah. And I'm like, they, they found it and they replied. That's and so cool. I rode cool. that high for months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that is why I don't do okay. devil's food cake. You know, I'm not a fan of angel food cake all that much. And I'm not really a fan of devil's food cake either as it is but there was and i don't know if they still make it but there was for a time a you remember the cookie company snack wells yes which came out with those like low fat cookies yeah which in the long one one run long one in the long run we realize isn't really that better for you because they just pump it with more sugar well and they taste disgusting and most of them taste disgusting but there was one that tasted great and they did these devil foods cake cookies and they were like little fluffy pillowy cookies with like a marshmallow uh, covering. And then they dipped that in a chocolate covering as well. <sighs> I would routinely buy a box of those and eat the entire box. <laughs> so well, because it was good. snack wells. So no, I had, the no whole it box. Had, I had no pretense of them being healthy. <laughs> 
I just knew they were good, and they did not seem to have any less healthy counterpart. Like, these seem to be their genuine own creation. Okay. And I have never found any, like, worse version, quote-unquote, healthier, less healthy version. Can't talk. That's what you get for picking on me yesterday. drooling is the problem. I've got all the drool coming because of thinking about these delicious cookies. Okay. I wonder if they're still out there. Now I want to buy a box. You know, Carb I don't City. see snack wells like I used to anymore. Yeah, I'm not sure they're still a company. Or, well, I, I doubt they were a company. I bet they were just a brand of Nabisco or something. Well, but I, I don't remember them. Like, you can go to... The only place that I see them is gas stations. And they have just the individually wrapped um, vanilla and cream cookies. Mm. They're not Would they good. still exist? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I know. I would never buy... I don't think I'd buy any other cookie from the devil's food line yeah but yeah so i mean why would you if you're gonna go for just a reduced fat thing get the reduced fat oreos they're still really good it's true i mean you know what i mean they still taste yummy (laughs) all right been a a bit of crazy coronavirus news today the only one we're gonna bring up today i believe i wonder when we're going to stop talking about (laughs) well this this I'm I don't even know how to I don't even know. I don't know how to preface this. So let's just okay. say It's been found out that California inmates in prisons have been trying to infect each other with the coronavirus so they'll be released. So we talked yesterday about you know, we had the guys get arrested for surfing alone in the middle of the ocean. But uh, thinking to more of a um, more controversial situation, we had that salon owner in Texas that defied the public order like by three days. Mm-hmm. Opened her salon because her family and I think it was mostly her her employees' families, they had no money. They needed to make money to feed their kids kind of thing. That was her rationale. So they opened up early. Well, she got arrested, and then the judge basically said, you need to apologize for being selfish or I'm going to send you to jail. And she stood her ground saying, I wasn't being selfish. I was trying to feed my employees' families. And so she went to jail. In that same area I, I think it was dallas i don't know where it was but in that same area they had released felony convicted people including a couple sex offenders because of fear of the coronavirus and they're putting in normal people on the outside who haven't really broken any law just an order <laughs> and so we're in the situation where we've got this strange world that we're living in where we can get coronavirus so you can get out of jail early. i just don't understand <laughs> but yeah los angeles county sheriff's office released a video showing a group of inmates at the north county correctional facility sharing a water bottle and breathing through the same mask on purpose in hopes that they would catch it authorities said 21 men tested positive in that module where the prisoners were held as a result of the incident, inmates attempted to falsely elevate their oral temperature moments before having their temperature taken by a nurse and spread the possible infection. The Los Angeles County Sheriff said a spike in cases in mid-April prompted the review of the surveillance video. <laughs> I mean, what a weird, what a world we live in right now. You know, it is very, I don't understand why it's not, why people, I don't know. I don't understand why releasing people from prison was a thing. Right. And I speak as someone who, if you don't know my testimony, spent six months in prison. Whole big testimony behind that. You can go find it online if you want to know it. But as someone who, if I if I had been in there during this time, I would have expected to be let now. Right. And also, if you get sick to where it looks like you're going to die... They send you to the hospital. It's not like, it's not like you, I mean, okay, medical is terrible, 
But if you're seriously sick, they send you to the hospital. Otherwise, you're going to tough it out and you're going to get through it. And that's what most of the people, if this spreads in prisons, most of the people are going to have to do. Yeah. Tough it out and get through it. Unless you have some sort of condition. But the people that were being released weren't being released based on whether or not they had some underlying health condition and they were more vulnerable. It was just, let's get people out of there and let's loosen this up a little so we don't have so many people in at one time. Mm-hmm. That was the wrong way to go about it. We have seen, I'm not saying there's a direct cause, but we have seen many areas of the nation see spikes in crime, mm-hmm. including around our area. Spikes in crime because... Um, there's, I believe there's less police on at any given time. And in some areas of the nation, police are being uh, asked basically to let certain things go right. for a time. Like, I haven't seen anyone getting pulled over for speeding or anything like that since this whole mess began. Have you? No. I'm not saying this has happened, but I mean, I've seen less police. No, for... exactly. Now that I'm thinking yeah, about it, it's not. It. I haven't seen maybe one. Like, police car, like, sitting in the typical, like, speed trap areas where they know a lot of people come speed around. Usually they're there every day at some point. No, I will say I've seen more police cars out and about. There's been a higher presence. Right. There's been a higher presence more so in the last month. I feel like I've seen more police officers on a regular basis than I have in our eight years here. Yeah. But they're... I shouldn't say they're not doing anything. That's very rude of me. But you haven't seen them exactly. actively exactly. doing anything specific. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's the same. Yeah, same with me. I don't see them sitting, waiting for people to speed. I don't see... Like, we live we, we live on that, that stretch of road, the you know, Lano Escado stretch road that goes out to the base. There are cops there all the time. And there's always someone pulled over. Mm-hmm. Danger comes home from work and there's always someone she passes that's pulled over. Yeah. Not once since this has happened. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just, it's an odd, odd situation to be like, okay, let's add that and let people out of prison. Mm-hmm. In, in seemingly indiscriminately. Like with no reason or rhyme to who you're letting out and why. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are a certain number of people that doesn't, a certain number of, of uh, cases and individuals that no matter what the situation, if they're in there for that, leave them there. That's where they need to stay. <laughs> There's a reason they're there. Yeah. Uh, but it, but it really, it does make just like, there is no way to properly make a good connection to let's release these individuals. In order to bring in, okay, let's release these individuals who may have tested positive for for this cold, flu, whatever we're considering it, to bring in these individuals who didn't follow the rules pertaining to spreading this cold or flu. Right. But we're going to spread the cold and flu by releasing these individuals. Where do the dots (laughs) align, people? They don't. They don't align. <laughs> oh, gracious. All right. Well, that was our serious political moment for the Sorry. week. Sorry. Coming up next, junk food news. We'll be Yay. back. Sorry. <sighs> See? Jumped right over. You were See? Right. This was going to be the See? perfect one, and I jumped on it. Gosh. Ruined it. Ruining my stuff. <laughs> we'll be back at the top of the hour with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row Morning Show here on BackRowRadio.com. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. We're going to kick off the second hour with five random facts. Five random facts. The pinky promise originally dictated that the person who broke the promise would have to cut off their pinky finger. (laughs) That's how we abide by this in my home. (laughs) Uh, Pirates wore eye patches to have one eye adjusted for the top deck and the other already adjusted for the darkness when going below deck. Smart. Interesting. Isn't that smart? Just move it over that, when you go down. So we just finished 
Pirates Marathon. Oh, right, yeah. You did all, Did you do all four or just the first three? No, there's actually five. Oh, there's five. That's right. There's I five. there's a fifth one. And we watched them all. Gracious. And my daughter is a huge fan. <laughs> that's a lot of Jack Sparrow. Yep. She is a huge fan. So, anyway, that's kind of cool sure to I've, know about their patches now. I'm not sure I've seen the fifth one. The fifth one is pretty good. It may be my favorite. Is the fifth one the one with the the girl who dresses up like Jack Sparrow to try and get a ship full of people? Like she's starting her own ship and wants to be a captain of her own ship. I believe that's four. Is that okay? Yeah, I thought that was four. So I don't pretty know sure what the fifth four. one is. I don't think I've seen it. Interesting. So after the fourth one, Mila was like William Turner and Elizabeth Swan were not even in this movie at all. <laughs> are they in the fifth one? They are. Yeah. I definitely haven't seen it then. Okay. Yeah, cool. they're in the fifth well, one. All right. Uh, the to look to. It, it, it's pretty good. I'm going to go find that today. You Absolutely. Today. <laughs> the 2011 study conducted by sociologists found that the first two years of college were useless and that students showed no significant academic gains. I 100% agree with this because the first two years of college are the only two years of college I did and I left not knowing a single thing more than I already knew going in. I seriously thought, couldn't they just given me a test to show I don't need to take the classes of these? Mm -hmm. Because they were the most boring. I've, ne I've always been like the academic good guy you know like i'm always in class 3.75 gpa or higher that kind of thing college turned me into a class skipper i got an f in biology a plus in the lab that i had to go to because i was done going to biology yeah like i know all this crap I don't need to sit here for two hours and listen to some guy who can barely speak English try and teach me what I already know. Okay. Sorry, that's my own rant. <laughs> I was about to say, we have found Matt's hill at which he is willing will to die. die <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since you've gotten that worked up I over would, something. I would have even gladly paid the same amount of money for two years of college just to take a test. To move on to the third year. Yeah. Because good night, people. Well, you know, and that makes me feel a little bit better because I've only taken one year of college in, in my time. And that's how I felt at, about the first year. I was like, this is such a huge freaking waste of time. It almost, in some classes, it felt like a step back from what yes. I learned in high school. Yeah. I'm like, I was already past this, I thought. You know? And I waited almost 10 years out of high school to go to college. <laughs> and I still felt that way. Maybe we just have good high school. I don't know. Well, high maybe. schools. Maybe. No. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty good. Eh. Um, okay. Where am I at? Buying things with cash lights up the brain's pain center while buying things with a credit card does not. Which is why Dave Ramsey right, tells yeah. you to You'll, use cash. You learn that if you listen to Dave Ramsey. Exactly. I can't listen to Dave Ramsey anymore. I feel like as time goes on, he's having less and less patience with people who oh, aren't following yes. his rules. He's so mean every now. Time, yeah, every time someone calls in and is doing something wrong, well, it's because you're an idiot. And you just do it this way. He is so mean. And I, I, I agree. As the gears have gone on, he's just gotten a little more and more mean. Where it's I like, feel, and I don't know if he realizes it. And I, and I think it's just from the fact that he's like, I know you hear me. Yeah. I've been around for a long time. I've proven my methods work. Mm -hmm. I know you know what to do. It's like a parent who has just had it with his, with the kids doing the same thing they've told not to do over exactly. and over again. <laughs> so to some degree, I kind of understand it. But at the same time, it's like, come on, Dave, geez, be a little bit compassionate here. They know they're in a bad way. That's why they're calling you. You don't got to call them idiots. Maybe if you tried a little harder next time. Jeez. Hmm? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I can't listen to it anymore. <laughs> Anytime I'm with he you. comes on, I'm like, no, sorry. I'm, I'm with you. Dave Ramsey of the past, I enjoy. Dave Ramsey of today, not so much. Uh, and lastly, Akon's full name is one I can't pronounce. Uh, A. Luane, Aluane, Damala, Voga, Time, Peru, Naka, Lululu, 
Badara Akon Thyme. <laughs> Good job. First try. I think that's how you do that first one, but everything else Alu- looks exactly Alu- right. Aliwain? Aliwain, maybe? Aliwain? Anyway. Hey, it's Tuesday Junk Foods Day. Whoop, it's my favorite day of the week. Here are some new junk foods recently announced or spotted on shelves. Some of these are already out there for you guys. We're going to talk about them. Some of them seem interesting. Some of them seem gross. And uh, we'll share which ones are we're most interested in. <laughs> First up, Ben and Jerry's Chip Happens. Come on, guys. Made in conjunction with Netflix and the show Nailed It, which is a competition series where amateur bakers try to replicate stylized cakes and other baked goods. The ice cream has a chocolate base, fudge chips, and crunchy potato chip swirls. So Chris got me this for Mother's Day. Yeah. It's amazing. Is it? It sounds pretty it's good. It's so freaking good. <laughs> but it's one of those things where I was like, okay, you can have three or four bites and then you need to put it away and you need to walk away because I could have ate the whole, I mean, it's And only, you did? I, I actually did the first time, but the second time well, yeah, it was gone. It's not enough to put back. <laughs> I might as well just finish it off. You had self-control once. <laughs> <laughs> You did good one time. Now you get to reward yourself. That's exactly That's right. That's how it works. Just like with sin. Take three bites. <laughs> put it away. Ten minutes later, go back and eat the rest. <laughs> Self-control. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. It sounds good. It I'm is like, so good. I'm really a big fan of like the chips and chocolate flavor. Mm-hmm. Like when the wavy lays come out at Christmas, which they didn't do this year. I know. Oh. We should have known then that something crazy was going to happen right, in the world. Right, it's just going to ruin. 2020 was going to be garbage. Yep. 2019 was already preparing for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but how does it, since you've had it, how, do, how does it work in the ice cream? Are, are they still, are they chocolate covered? Are they crunchy? No. Or what is so it? So somehow, and I never understand how they can do this. I never get it. But it's not soggy. The chips are not soggy. They still have a good crunch to them. In I would assume that means they covered them in chocolate. Because that's what they do with the uh, Stephen Colbert's Americone Dream. They got pieces of, of a waffle cone in it. But it's because they cover it in chocolate so it doesn't get... So, I... And that makes sense. Because I didn't actually ever see the chip. Uh, okay. But when I would eat a bite and I would get a chip, I'm like, okay, there's a chip. Okay, yeah. Like a that's happy probably, little surprise. That's probably what it's got to be. Because yeah. it also has fudge chips in it. So you probably wouldn't even right. notice yeah. the difference in texture. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm down with that. I could try it. So good. All right. Ritz Bits. I mean, there have been, in my memory, only three flavors of Ritz Bits. Cheddar, peanut butter. and cheddar. There was a peanut butter. For a short time in the 90s, there was a Simpsons promotional flavor of s'mores. Really? They had a graham cracker Ritz and a chocolate and a marshmallow thing in the middle. Mm -hmm. And they were the bomb. But... For the first time since then, they've come huh. out with a new flavor, peanut butter and jelly. I'm I'm interested. Yeah. Now, it didn't look like, like with the s'mores, it looked like kind of like Oreos do when they do a half and half flavor. It mm-hmm. looked like two spreads in the middle. Right. Um, this looks like peanut butter with flecks of grape jelly in it. Ooh. It's kind of more like in goober territory, mm-hmm. which you enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, Maybe. I don't know. As an adult, I've found Ritz Bits to be less appetizing. And I don't know if that's the I've grown up and my tastes have matured kind of less appetizing or they've started sucking at making it less appetizing, which seems to happen in equal amounts with things that are still around from when we were kids. Uh, yeah. But uh, my kids still like them, so I'm willing to bet this is just a you grow out of it situation. Now, Ritz Bits is like, I don't like Ritz Bits peanut butter. This is my only thing that I'm concerned with, with the peanut butter and jelly. I don't care for, if I'm going to do a peanut butter snack, I'm going to get a Nutter Butter. Okay? I don't like the Ritz Bits with peanut butter, but I like the Ritz Bits with cheese. So those are my two, like, road trip snacks. I get a Nutter Butter, and I get really? a bag of Ritz Bits with cheese. Like, you like them that much that it's a normal thing. Yeah. Hmm. We have a box of Ritz Bits with cheese in our pantry right now. Wow. I don't care. The cheese is weird to me. Well, it's like yeah, all it's sandy like, and yeah, yeah. It's like the cheese and the combos. It's, That's what I remember. But you, but like see, those I too, like combos too. Yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, okay. That it, makes sense. It's nostalgic for me. <laughs> uh, also, speaking of things that haven't changed in a decade that are finally coming out with something new, Mars Bar. Like, uh, who even remembers Mars Bar as a thing? Not me. Most of the time. I don't. There's, It's like the least popular candy bar. Yeah. The only reason it exists is because the company's name is Mars M&M, and they have to have... <laughs> they have to keep that bar around. Like, you don't see it in stores. They don't have it at the Walmart checkout center, I don't think. If they do, it's on the bottom shelf. Right, where and you, you don't want to buy it, it anyway because that's been there for years at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're coming out with a new one that actually seems it seems intriguing at first, and then it seems like it's going to be weird as heck. Yeah. Because it's Caramel Sunday. But specifically on the packaging, it has a little stamp that says, With Cooling Sensation. So what, peppermint is in there? I mean, I don't know. I know like we have like the those those ice cube gums and you know, the little things and they have that kind of cooling sensation uh-huh. even with the non-peppermint flavors. But that's a weird thing. It's not super appetizing no. to have that cooling situation. It makes sense with the peppermint, with a mint flavor, right. sure. But when you have it with like I don't know, I guess they have like lemonade or cinnamon or something like that in there and it still has the cooling sensation. That's odd. Yeah. And so a caramel sundae flavored candy that does that to you, I don't know. I don't mm, know. I don't think I'm I feel fan. like it's worth trying just for the novelty of it. Yeah. But I can't imagine that I would enjoy it. <laughs> I'm not. It would, it would mess me up. I'll let you try it. Spe- I'm, I'm, I don't want any. <laughs> Speaking of things that are weird, but I'd like to try, but they'll probably mess me up. Doritos in Australia. So not here in America, which is strange because this seems so American. Yeah. Mountain Dew flavored Doritos. They've combined the loving marriage of Mountain Dew and Doritos, and they've had a baby. Mountain Dew flavored Doritos. This would be like the <laughs> ultimate Father's Day gift for Chris. Right? Yeah, that would be his his the big thing. Yep. Try and ship some from Australia, man. I should. Uh, Icy, the uh, mm-hmm. thing you get at the movie theaters, has come out with freeze tubes that you can have at home. Like they're they look like they look like a cross between push pops. Mm-hmm. You remember those? Mm-hmm. And those cheap summer popsicles okay. that cut your mouth. Uh, it's like that. It's like one of those popsicles, but it's made out of the tube stuff Okay, around a thing. But it's full of either the cola or the cherry cola flavored ices, which I think they missed a big opportunity of, if you already have the cherry flavor, make the wild cherry one too. Yeah. Because that's my favorite. Yeah. I don't want the cola one. Cherry cola one I'll do in a pinch. But that wild cherry, that's the go-to. Yeah. So this is another nostalgic thing for me because my I lived with my grandparents for the first few years of my life. And they lived in Maryland and right down the street from their home, lived in this huge cul-de-sac. And right down the street on the other side was a 7-Eleven. And so my grandfather and I, every day, would walk. He would take his walk. And then we would end at 7-Eleven and get an icy and then walk back home. <laughs> and we'd sit on the front porch and eat our icy Finish together. Icy, yeah. So every time I see a 7-Eleven, Chris knows at this point, there's a 7-Eleven, we're stopping, she's what getting an icy. What are they called icy. there? They're called Slurpees there, right? Slurpee, yeah. 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 Yep. But that's... See, 7-Eleven, though, they got that on point because they got all kinds of fun flavors all the time. But see, I'm basic. I'm going with cherry. Really? Every time. Every time? Every... And it's just the nostalgic factor for me. I don't know. Okay. I guess maybe if we lived with a 7-Eleven here in town, you'd venture out every now and then. Probably. But yeah. yeah. I understand the fact that you don't get 7-Eleven all the time. So the one time yeah. every six months that you get one, you're going to get the flavor that you know you're going to enjoy. I get exactly. That. I get that. But when <laughs> we lived in Albuquerque, we lived near a 7-Eleven. Really? And so I was trying different flavors all the time. And I was rarely disappointed. I will say 7-Eleven to me is like the top dog of all the convenience stores. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I agree with that. All right. Next up on the list of junk food, Hot Pockets, Breakfast Pockets, are finally trying something new with new crusts, including a soft pancake crust stuffed with bacon, egg, and cheese, and a biscuit crust stuffed with ham, egg, and cheese. Interesting. Now, I don't know if both options will be available with both crusts. 
And I don't know if sausage is somewhere. I've only we've only seen the packages for these two, but a pancake crust and a biscuit crust seems. I feel like they could pull off the biscuit crust a lot better. Oh yeah, pancake crust. I don't know. Well, there microwaving is microwaving it and whatnot. There it is seems like it'd be super soggy. I don't know if it's ego. There's a there is something that has like the. It's like a corn dog. Well, yeah, but I've it's seen the, the corn sausage. Dogs, but those are fried typically, or at least baked. That's true. This but is it's just still a microwave a, thing. It's the pancake flavor, though. So maybe because it's syrup, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I guess we'll have to try it and see. <laughs> uh, no, oh, I've darn. had one. I've had one hot pocket breakfast thing. Mm-mm. Well, see, that's the one thing that has lost its flavor for me. Since becoming an adult, Hot Pockets, they're just... Oh, all Hot Pockets? All Hot Pockets. I will still get down on a pepperoni Hot Pocket anytime. See, and the Philly cheesesteak was my favorite growing up. I used to like the uh, meatball one. That was good. Mm. But I think my favorite one was actually an exclusive Lean Pocket flavor. It was the garlic white... Or the... Yeah, garlic chicken white pizza thing. It was like an Alfredo sauce-based garlic chicken but it was so garlicky i forgot that they had the lean pockets it was so garlicky that you would all day that was one of those all day smells that you had on your breath there was no getting rid of it you could gargle with bleach and that's please do not gargle with this is not me saying gargle with bleach (laughs) wow do not inject hot pockets directly into your mouth uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but they were dang good. Sometimes it was worth it. Uh, sticking in that same realm, DiGiorno has come out with pizzas that have a croissant crust. A flaky layered crust. I'm good pizza. with it. Yeah. How has that not been a thing already? Exactly. That sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen these in the store. Stuffed puffs. Have you seen these marshmallows that have a chocolate center? That you can eat just normal, but they will also like melt if you heat them up to make a s'more. Is that not something that's been around? I don't think so. Okay. I haven't seen them until this. Okay. They might have been a novelty at some point, but they're around now as well. And so they have both a white normal marshmallow with chocolate center, and they also have a chocolate marshmallow with a chocolate center. There seems too much chocolate to me, but who mm. knows? <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> this has been out for a while, but Taco Bell has come out with a, a flaming hot Doritos Locos Taco, which yeah. I don't see how that's any different from the Volcano Doritos Locos Taco they had six months ago and discontinued, but maybe it's, it's just the way that they were rebranding it. Exactly. But then again, we had this discussion, is flaming hot a specific flavor? Mm-hmm. And it would have to be because we thought it was just, or I thought it was just like Cheeto based. But then they started putting it on all these other things. So it's, it's not a cheese-based flavor. Mm-hmm. It's a heat-based flavor. So it's got to have its own specific thing. Which makes you wonder so what's the different. base. It might be different what's from Volcano. What's the freaking base in Flamin' Hot, guys? <laughs> Somebody tell us. Anyway, I'm not going to be trying it. I'm not a Flamin' Hot fan. Mm. Uh, ice cream-themed Hershey bars in Canada. Not in America. Strawberries and cream, birthday cake flavored, which is happening far too often. And cookie and mint, which I think would be the best one. Birthday cake is the new it flavor. Everything's coming out with a birthday cake flavor mm-hmm. lately. It's so, not that good. To have I got it that a birthday often. cake Kit Kat bar from yeah. Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And all that it is, have you had the white chocolate Kit Kat? Mm-hmm. It's that with sprinkles. Yeah. That's all it is. Like we had the birthday cake. Um, Oreos for our YouTube show, mm-hmm. remember? Yep. And I remember thinking, these are fantastic. They tasted kind of like Dunkaroos. Yeah. And yeah, that's great. But they're so rich, you don't want to have them all the time. Mm-hmm. And so stop putting it in everything. We don't. We can't have this much birthday cake. Maybe that's the tactic, though. They're, <laughs> you know, they want us to slow down on our sweets, so they're like overpowering every single bite that you take, so that you can't have it all. The reason birthday cake is special is because you only have it once, once a year. Once a year. It's too rich to have all the time, people. Okay, but I will say that at like a Cold Stone Creamery or something like Marble Slab, mm-hmm. I'm going to get the birthday cake option. Really? It's so good. can't remember what I had last time I went to Cold Stone. I think it was a chocolate 
like nut based one, like a lot of pecans and walnuts and stuff in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, Frosted Flakes is coming out with a new cereal, Frosted Flakes with marshmallows. I mean, where do they come up with these ideas? <laughs> Brilliant. Adding marshmallows to a cereal. No other cereal has thought of that before. But I will give them credit. At least they actually went out and made some specific shapes. Because yeah. lately it's just been, we'll throw a round white marshmallow piece in there. But they made a Tony the Tiger shape, a Power Paw print, a sporty scarf, and a sweet swirl. All proprietary marshmallows. But I don't know. Frosted Flakes with marshmallows? I had a bowl of Frosted Flakes last week. Mm-hmm. My brother had come down to visit my mom, bought a whole bunch of those mini boxes of cereal, and then left them here. You're still eat eating them. on those? Oh, no, no. This is a different bag. This oh, is a okay. different bag that okay. he also left here. Um, but he brought that over, and so I had a bowl of that. And <sighs> Frosted Flakes are still good, y'all. They are still great. But I feel like adding marshmallows would be too much. Yeah, did you purposely do that? I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> They're still great. <laughs> um, <laughs> Frosted Flakes 2020. Keep America great. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Um, yeah. No, but they're good. But I feel like adding marshmallows would make them too sweet. Maybe. Because they're already really sweet. Yeah. See, and I'm not a Frosted Flakes fan. Never no. have been. Aww. Chris enjoys them. Not a fan. Do you just like normal cornflakes? No. Okay, good. Because if you just like normal cornflakes, but you didn't like Frosted Flakes, you'd be a psychopath. Okay, well, <laughs> it's good to know that I'm not a psychopath. I just don't like flaky cereal, I guess. Okay, okay. <laughs> so strange as you're... So, never mind. <laughs> as a person. No. Rude. Uh, <laughs> all right, lastly, Doritos Stacks. A Pringle-like Doritos in a triangle-shaped tube. Coming out in three flavors, sour cream and onion, Mexican chili salsa, and Ultima cheese. I would be excited about them. Had I not already tried the Pringles uh, tortilla chip based Pringles that they came out with a few years ago, which were garbage. Were they? They were so bad. Nowhere near uh, a normal tortilla chip. And I know like even in relation to like the normal Pringles in relation to a potato chip, they're not the same at all. Right. But they're still both good. Both independently good. Here, with tortilla chips and the Pringle tortilla chips, not the same at all, but one is definitely bad. One is way worse. So, yeah, that's why you don't see them. So, we're not excited about these. (laughs) So, I'm not excited about them. I don't know. Pringles is not the same company as Lay's. So, we know that. Right. Because Lay's came out with their own potato chip snacks Mm -hmm. thing. Which are not good. Which are not good. So, yeah. So, see, now I don't know. I was about to say, Lay's makes great chips. Mm-mm. So, maybe these would be better. But they don't make great stacks. Nope. Oh. Yeah. Nope. There's, I don't know. There's just, there's no, there's no eventuality where I see these being great. Mm-hmm. I guess you're right. Listen, I'm just excited about that DiGiorno croissant crust pizza. <laughs> so, is that the thing that you want to try the most out of these? Probably. That and the Ritz bits. <sighs> I know. Ritz bits. Uh, geez, I'm looking over this and I can't think. <laughs> I guess it would have to be the Dizorno crust pizza as well, croissant crust pizza. It just, like None you said, are... why has that not been a thing? Right. There's things that I want to try, I guess. I want to try the Mountain Dew Doritos. I want to try the Caramel Sunday. I want to try the Dorito Stacks, but I'm not expecting to like any of them. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm going to keep the icy freeze tubes in my freezer for sure. Mm. I'm, I'm going to have, well, let's be honest. We're going to have to probably order them online <laughs> because you can't buy anything in a store these days. <laughs> oh, no, I take it back. The very first thing, the Ben and Jerry's chip happens. That's oh, what yeah. I want to try because mm. you've already had it and you told me it was great. So good. All right. Okay. A lot of good junk food there, guys. All right, coming up next, will human language be obsolete in as little as five years? We'll be back at the top of the hour with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Bachelor Radio. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. Remember, if you only listen to our back row morning shows here... 
then you're missing the amazing Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music that plays all throughout the shows, as well as all day, every day. Join us for our full three-hour morning shows live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Christian radio station for people who hate Christian radio, backrowradio.com. Or download the Live 365 app and favorite Back Row Radio. Now, back to the show. Today's lesson is from the Coronavirus Bible, beginning at Genesis 2. Adam and Eve. Now the Lord God had made a safari park in the east, in Eden, and he put there the man he had formed. And the Lord God made all kinds of animals live there, animals that were easy to catch and tasty to eat. In the middle of the park were the pig of great tasting bacon and the bat of virus creation. The Lord God took the man and placed him in the safari park of Eden to make great barbecues out of the animals there. And the Lord God commanded the man, You are free to eat any animal in the park, but you must not eat of the bat of virus creation, for when you eat of it, you will surely die. The Lord God quickly noticed the mess that Adam was making in the park and said, It is not good for man to be alone. I shall make a helper suitable for keeping him in good order. Now the Lord God brought every beast of the field, bird of the air and fish of the sea to the man, and the man named each part of them according to the food he would make of them. Pork, beef, mutton and venison. But then he ran out of ideas and called chicken chicken and fish fish. However, he did also name the various cuts of them according to their tastiness, loin, spare ribs, bacon and ham. Whilst dogs like Adam, and Adam didn't want to eat them, they only added to the mess and so were not a suitable helper. In fact, they only seemed to encourage his more base habits. So the Lord God waited for the man to take another one of his many naps, from being tired out after doing so little all day, and crafted a woman from one of his spare ribs, which therefore would make her simply irresistible to the man. The Lord God presented the woman to the man, and the man said, You look a lot like my next wife. The woman slapped his presumptuous cheek, but sadly, given the lack of anyone else suitable, the woman eventually lowered herself to become his wife. The man and his wife both wore no personal protection equipment and felt no fear. The Coronavirus Bible contains more than 60 stories and parables with COVID-19 satirical takes, including Genesis 11, the Tower of the Toilet Rolls, Psalm 23, the Lord is my sales assistant and I shall not want in panic buying, John 2, Jesus turns water into hand sanitizer. Luke 10, the parable of the social distancing Samaritan. And of course, the classic Ephesians 6, put on the PPE of God. The Coronavirus Bible, available at Amazon, with all proceeds going to faith-based charities, supporting those in need during this crisis. Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row Morning Show here on BackRowRadio.com. I'm Max. And I'm Mo. And uh, Kanye West might have been right, guys. Oh, gosh. A couple weeks ago. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I just never really thought that those would be words that we would ever say. Not that we're hating on Kanye, because we, we like him. It's just one of those things that, you know, you never really anticipate having to say that Kanye West was right. So last week, I believe it was last week, we talked about Kanye West had uh, gotten to a point where he thought that human language was just uh, an obsolete construct. And so he said that he's starting to like not talk with people directly. He's starting to use more nonverbal forms of communication. And even at one point at, I believe, an airport, he saw one of his friends and they had a beep boop conversation. (laughs) Talking in bleeps and bloops oh like robots. Goodness. Well, guess what, guys? <laughs> Elon Musk predicts that human language will be obsolete in as little as five years, saying that we could still do it for sentimental reasons. All right. Can I just say, <laughs> I love it. I It is always my favorite thing. Whenever someone has a prediction, and then they kind of, like, they sell their prediction 100%. Mm-hmm. Here are the reasons why. 
And then they kind of backtrack a little bit to say... Walk it back just a little. I mean, we, <laughs> it may not happen, but this is the reason why. It's because of you that it's not happening. <laughs> Elon Musk says technology is working on could render human language obsolete in as few as five years. The Tesla chief appearing on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast made the prediction during a discussion about his neurotechnology from Neuralink. Musk said he hoped the company would be able to connect a Neuralink device to a human brain for the very first time within the next year. The chip, which is battery-powered, would be implanted in the skull and its electrodes very carefully inserted into the brain. It can interface with anywhere in your brain, so it could be something that helps cure eyesight, Musk told Rogan, adding, in principle, it can fix almost anything that's wrong with the brain. Although the first generation devices would be focused on helping treat brain injuries and disorders, Musk said later iterations would likely be capable of much more. You wouldn't need to talk, Musk said, adding, we could still do it for sentimental reasons. He went on, you'd be able to communicate very quickly and with far more precision. I'm not sure what would happen to language. In a situation like this, it would be kind of like the Matrix. You want to speak a different language? No problem. Just download the program. Asked how long it would take for his firm to develop technology advanced enough to do it, Musk said between five and ten years if the development continues to accelerate. Musk's extraordinary prediction came at the end of an eventful couple of weeks for the technology entrepreneur. Earlier this week, his pop star girlfriend Grimes gave birth to their first child, which they tried. Did you see what they tried to name the kid? No. It's like XAIE12 or something like that. And finally, the government said, no, you can't name your kid like that. <laughs> What? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he even went online uh, and said Tesla's stock price was too high, in his opinion. Kicking off a bizarre series of tweets in which he claimed he was planning to sell almost all of his physical possessions. So, I mean, him and Kanye seem like they could be buddies. <laughs> they're just... But the difference is... Well, I don't know. I don't know. That sounds like I'm about to insult Kanye, and honestly, I, I they, they could be both brilliant people, honestly, and that is very possible, because this is kind of how super brilliant people tend to act. He is brilliant, Musk is. Now, he's had several failures, but he's also had several successes, and things that were deemed failures that keep getting better with time. Can you imagine one day treating... A chip in your brain as you would a smartphone. Downloading it. Or, oh no, I guess it would be more attuned to like a smart watch. And so on your phone, you connect to your brain thing, download a program so you can speak French. (laughs) No. No. We've got so many people up in arms about how this... The coronavirus vaccine is going to implant a chip in you. There's no way people are going to get... I say that, but... Oh, no. (laughs) There's going to be plenty of people. There's a show called uh, Upload, which just started on Amazon Prime. And it's about a few years down the line here. We now have cell phone-like companies that have created afterlifes where if you're in a situation where you're dying you have the ability to upload yourself to one of these digital afterlifes where you can still live and communicate with people on the outside but it's like you're living in an app in that there's a lot of things that come free with it but if you want to use like the mini bar it's an in-app purchase And there's someone on the outside world who's still alive in charge of all your purchases and putting money in to give you the gigabytes or whatever you need to live in this world. It's an interesting concept for sure. (laughs) But I thought, is that like, that's kind of what we were talking about of living forever uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah. About being uploaded into a computer and then you're living forever. Yeah. I mean... We're heading in that direction. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of neat to think that in a way, you and myself and Kevin and Cipriano and Megan Kelly, 
we're kind of immortal now because we've all become <laughs> gifts, which is kind of cool. Like when I do die, my kids can go back and pull up my gif and be like, hey, there's mom <laughs> telling me to take out the trash. Like, <laughs> but imagine if you could still talk to them through that gif. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's uh it's a weird world we're living in. Folks. It is. It's just going to keep getting weirder. I feel like I say that at least once every episode now cuz it's just going to keep getting weirder. But uh yeah. See I don't know if I'd be no. See I was about to say, I don't know if I'd be so against having a chip in my brain that would allow me to do kind of cool things like that. But then things get hacked so easily in this world. There would be, it would be inevitable that eventually someone would be able to hack into your brain. <laughs> That's very true. Even possibly make you do things. That's the thing. Oh, gosh. Like, see? Oh, the, see? The movies we could make from this now. Just... You don't no need to get a contract killer for hire. We can just hack into Bill's brain chip and make him do it in the middle of the night. <laughs> and then he goes to jail. All right. So when that becomes movie. Yeah. When that becomes a movie, <laughs> I want it known that it was Matt's idea. We come up with so many ideas. We do. So many great ideas. And I yell at you every time because you just continue Stop voicing spreading. them out there. Somebody's going to take our ideas one day. <sighs> I did notice the other day there was a really popular meme that came through. It wasn't through our meme group. It was from another meme group. And it was one of those situations where there was a tweet and then someone else tweeted a reply, you know, and that was uh-huh. the joke yeah. part of it. And I looked at the first tweet, which was also a joke in and of itself. And the second one was just a tack on joke, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, that tweet looks familiar. And it had so many retweets. It was so popular. It's being spread all over. And I go and I find that Twitter account and I find that tweet. And then I highlight the tweet and I search that tweet in Twitter to see if those exact words pop up anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And it was my tweet. It was one of my jokes from 2013. I'm the very first one that has those set of words exactly written that exact same way. And then I see it like two years later up there in this guy's tweet, word for word, exactly how I wrote it. I'm like, that dude stole my tweet and got flipping viral out of it. <laughs> and my original tweet sitting there with 10 likes. See? Freaking. <laughs> anyway. And I know he stole my tweet because he followed me. Okay. See? <laughs> see? I got to tell you. <sighs> anyway. I don't know. Yeah, so you're right. You're right. I get ideas stolen all the time. People are I'm taking a, our I'm stuff. A, I'm the next. They're Kanye not even West. asking. Elon Musk. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. But listen, I will say, Matt, I thought it was pretty cool and I didn't realize how popular you were until our previous youth pastor, who was from New Orleans, was at a I think it was my birthday party last year. And I made a comment about how my friend Matt was coming over. And he's like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, just talking about Back Row Baptist. And he's like, wait, like the Twitter account Back Row Baptist? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, no, but like the real guy, the, the actual Back Row Baptist, the, the original dude. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I've been following him for years. He's hilarious. And I'm like, oh. And then I was severely disappointing in person. You weren't. Because <laughs> I'm not that funny in person. No, but Dallas was doing his very best to not be, like, fangirling. out about Like, <laughs> I am in the same room right now. <laughs> it was then that I was like, okay, Matt's actually a thing. That's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty popular for a while. It's yeah. died off. You've mainly lost your be- it's mainly because Twitter died off. Yeah. Twitter just got terrible. All my popularity was in Twitter. I could I tried to push that over into Facebook and Instagram, but it wouldn't follow me out of Twitter. Yeah. And so I just stuck with Twitter and then Twitter just started 
being a, just a garbage factory. Mm-hmm. It is all political whining and Korean pop music fans now. That's all it is. Okay. <laughs> no, literally, if you were on it uh, constantly, every single hashtag, no matter what it is, eventually gets taken over by K-pop, K-pop fans. Really? Just tweeting nonsense Korean pop stuff and using that hashtag. It's the weirdest phenomenon, and I don't know why it keeps happening, but it happens all the time. Okay. <laughs> and they can't stop it because they're following the rules. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, coming up next, we share something that we love. We'll be back in just a few with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug as our show is coming to the close. To the, to the close. To the For close. today. The close. But first, I want to share with you something that I love. And like always, I'm going to preface it with a little story, a story before. <laughs> story time with Mo. It's only every other day, okay? <laughs> so, I... I've said that we are redoing our floors, and so it's been a lot of music playing in our house, a mm. lot of just, you know, getting us into the zone of, of working, manual labor. It's so fun. <laughs> um, but the other day, I told Alexa to play Wilson Phillips. Do you remember Wilson Phillips? Yeah, yeah. Like early 90s, mm-hmm. late 80s, pop group. Three, I'm trying to pull out a song that I remember from them. Three ladies... Two of them were actually um, the daughters of, oh gosh, the Beach Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they had quite a few, a handful of really good singles. But Hold On by Wilson Phillips. Do you remember that one? I know so many songs. For one more Okay, day. it is that one. Okay, the original yep. Hold On. Okay, good. Yep. Um, like I know like seven hold ons. <laughs> things will go your way. So that is like, uh, once again, for whatever reason, I'm feeling very nostalgic these days. And I have got, that is probably one of my earliest childhood memories, being about four years old, sitting in my mom's car, windows down, wind going through my hair, and my mom just blaring that song as loud as we could possibly <laughs> stand it. And she's singing it at the top of her lungs. And so I'm playing it, and for whatever reason, because I'm a woman, and this is how we operate sometimes, tears just start flowing. <laughs> and Mila's looking at me, and she loves the song because I've listened to it so many times. Yeah. She's looking at me and comes up and gives me a hug, and she's Mom, are you okay? <laughs> so I have to tell her the whole story. But Wilson Phillips, hold on. Yeah. Sends me right back to where I was as a four or five year old girl sitting in my mom's red sunfire. And that is my something that I love. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> All right, let's close out our show with the Bible verse for the day. Second Thessalonians 1 3. We ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers, as is right, because your faith is growing abundantly and the love of every one of you for one another is increasing. Oh, that's something we need right now, y'all. We need it. We need it. Love. Love. All you need is love. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. There is a back row morning show every weekday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Mo and I bring you the morning side hug most of the week. And Bubba and Anna bring you church nerds every Friday. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Back Row Radio. And join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Back Row Baptist Church, by going to backrowbaptist.com. If you miss a morning show, you can can subscribe (laughs) to the podcast version of the Morning Side Hug on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most podcast apps. And catch up on our new Monday through Wednesday shows. There are a lot of S's in in that portion. Uh, The podcast of our Throwback Thursday episodes are reserved for our Patreon donors as well as other bonus content and incentives. If you listen to Back Row Radio and want to support the work that we do, please consider partnering with us by going to backrowradio.com slash partner. Any size donation will get you our private podcast feed. That's it for the show. A special recovery-focused episode tomorrow morning and we'll be back Thursday. We hope you will too. Once again, I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. Remember that Jesus loves you. 
How are we going to do a morning show if we can't talk anymore? <laughs> and if you see us around, we'd love a side hug. Bye! Bye!